Hello, everyone. Justin Johns, president and CEO of East Central Energy here again for another podcast about East Central Energy. Storm season is almost upon us. And as we think about storms and electric utility, it's a, it's a little different than the average person. I know before I had worked at the co-op, I, I'd see clouds coming and, and thought it was you know pretty amazing and, and exciting almost. And, and as a employee of an electric cooperative or an electric utility, it's, it's a whole different thing. And today I have with me, Phil Bopre and Phil is the manager of our system control. And he plays a critical role as does the entire team in system control when storms come through. So we're going to chat a little bit about that. How are you doing today, Phil? Doing great, Justin. Thanks for having me here. Why don't you tell us before we jump into storm season, what, what is the role of system control on a daily basis when the, when the skies are blue and the sun is shining, what, what is system control like? How does the, how does the, how do they operate? System control is available for our members 24-7, 365. I always say days, nights, evenings, weekends, and holidays. We have system operators in our control room that are available to deal with, for the most part, on the day-to-day power quality issues and power outages, those everyday type things that, that just happen to affect our members. So... Like for me as a as a retired firefighter now, I, I think of the dispatch that the county has for police and fire and ambulance. They kind of they're the eyes and ears and they take the calls. Is that similar for, for us with, with our system control? Yeah, I love that term. I always say that we're the eyes and ears of the co-op because um it's fun to think about what we're usually the one of the first to hear about those things that are happening out on our distribution system whether it's a car hit a pole or some voltage issues that we're having to address in support of our members, uh, we're usually the first ones to see it um, right. from, from, uh, from that aspect. Great. And so when a storm rolls through, um, you know, I, I know it, it's, it's a pretty tense time in system control sometimes trying to see what's going on, but in the first hour or two, what are, what are the things that you guys are looking at and thinking about um, as far as storm restoration? Yeah, so the first things that we think about are safety, of course, right? That's the the most important aspect of any of this. Make sure our employees and our members are safe, right? Right. And then do we have good supply? Is there uh, is there something affecting um, our distribution system that's outside of our area of responsibility? And then listening uh, to emergency services and getting those reports and our member reports and then and then uh, watching our system indicators. We're looking at uh, automation out there that can report uh, larger outages, for example, a substation or main distribution lines. And then we're also looking at uh, the outage reports from our meters. And so uh, when a, the beginning of a storm, when it, when it really starts uh, scaling up, uh, we're, we're mostly just taking a sit back and, and see where it goes. Um, and a lot of time it's about the journey, right? And a lot of things right. we do, and that's what this is. And then we're able to just start making decisions, what types of resources, whether it's people, or equipment uh, do we need, start making phone calls, and, and, and how are we going to deal with it? What's the plan? Right. And, and one of the questions I think we get a lot from members is, okay, my power's out. Do I need to call in or do I not need to call in? Can you give us the final answer on that? Yeah, the final answer, boy, the technology we have these days uh, is it's really a game changer. Our meters report outages, but what they do and don't do is important to remember, right? Our meters will tell us when the power's out or if there's power quality issues for the most part, but what it doesn't do is tell us the rest of the story. What happened out there? 
Did a tree fall on the line? Is the line on the ground? Is there a broken pole? All of those things, we can't see that. And so we do need to get those outage reports from folks. Probably one of the most important critical steps in all of that is just keeping your phone number up to date so we can reach you and then so we can identify you when you call us. But yeah, right. we, we still rely on phone calls these days, and I'm not sure that that will ever change. Right. I mean, tech, the old saying, right, technology is great when it works. And so, so yeah, we definitely want to encourage people to still call in when their power's out, and especially if they have information, right, a tree's on the line or this is what happened and here's my address. And that, that helps us get people, you know, kind of – headed in the right direction with the things that they need to take care of the issue, right? Yeah, exactly. And I always say, I don't need everybody to call, right? Right. Uh, but I do need the ones with the information that you said. Yep. You know, those important um, uh, reports of information or damage or what did you see or hear or uh, anything that caused anything out there that might have interrupted the service. Those are the important phone calls that we really need. All right. So storm rolled through, things are broken, things are damaged, things are going on. When we start to roll into these storms and, and they're big ones, what, what does that progression look like? And, and how do we go about, you know, getting resources and getting the people that we need and, and, and really starting to pick up the pieces? How does that work for system control? Yeah, so first I'll talk about technology. Years ago, we, it would take days to find out who exactly was affected, right? So with a lot of the technology we have today, the automation and our substations and our meters and so on, uh, we know fairly quick uh, the extent of the the outage or the extent of the damage, right? And so um, imagine a, a large event um, that affects many thousands of members. Um, we'll know fairly soon, but we won't know the uh, the cause of all of it. That's where those phone calls come in. Uh, but we'll start making phone calls. We have an emergency response plan, a storm incident response plan, if you will. And uh, that directs our employees what steps to take, how, how much, uh, how many resources to throw at it, right? which managers, uh, which departments we need to get involved. Um, you know, do we call in outside crews and so on? So, yeah, there's a, there's a, a plan and there's a, a multi-level plan, right? So you might say if you imagine a, a green, yellow, red scale, yep. right? Green is every day and red is probably the most extreme. And so we'll work within that emergency response plan and the steps that are built into that plan to help us make decisions yep. and uh, work on that restoration effort. You know, I think it's 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 sometimes easy for people to see the big white trucks coming and understand that, oh, you know, they're here to fix it. But but the reality is there's a lot of logistical considerations. I mean, these line workers come, whether they're ECE line workers or contractors, or sometimes we get mutual aid from outside cooperatives. Um, those people need food. They need to eat or they need food. They need a place to sleep. Sometimes they'll need more, more, more equipment or tools. Um, and so... There's a lot of behind the scenes work that happens during these storms. I know last December we had that big winter storm and getting hotel rooms was even a challenge. And so system control, um, you know, once the storm is rolling, you guys are really in that kind of restoration effort. But but the company, the, the co-op really depends on a lot of people to help plan all of those logistics too, right? Yeah, sure. So on the day-to-day -day type outages, it's usually system control, um, employees working closely with the line crews, right? Uh, but when these bigger events uh, come around, we're pulling from every corner of the organization. And so what we'll be able to do is just call folks in and say, hey, we need somebody for hotel rooms. We need somebody for meals. We'll, we'll need somebody for supplies, warehouse supplies, uh, fuel, those types of things, right? The fact is that we're a cooperative, and, and whether it's your day-to-day -day or if this is something outside of your normal area of responsibility, 
folks in the organization, we all just pull together. I'd love to say that storms happen Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30, but they don't. And right. so what I would just ask is, is to remember that uh, when those storms come through at 11 o'clock at night, the folks uh, that are responsibility for restoring these types of things, they're probably at home with their families, right? right. So let's get everybody mobilized, take a step back, take a breath, and understand what it is that we're dealing with. You need to be methodical because there's that safety aspect, right? Yep. We don't just rush in. Yep. We've got a plan. We've got that emergency response plan that helps us direct us. And uh, we just use the resources that we've already planned in place. Yep. And members will see it even even in our communication. We're very, uh, like I like the word methodical. We're very thoughtful about how we communicate. We never talk about how quickly we're going to restore things. We never talk about working fast or anything like that because safety is our number one priority. And I know system control plays a key role in that in terms of just the order of operations and how things happen. And so... I want to thank you, Phil, for joining me today. It's uh, it's great insight for our members. Uh, is there any last things you want to share with them about about preparing for storms or or what to think about when a storm does happen in our service territory? I would say that yeah, you know, we'll take care of our side, but there is a member responsibility. If damage has been done to your meter socket or any equipment that's connected to the meter socket, you might need an electrician, right? So be prepared for that and uh, be ready to receive service when we come out. Wonderful. All right, Phil, thanks for joining me today. And uh, I think this was great for our members to hear about. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you.